0: Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord, <laughs> oh my soul. And all that within me, bless his holy name. And forget not none of his benefits. Who heals all our diseases, who deliver us from destruction, who crown us with glory and honor. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Today we are continuing teaching on Agreeing with the word point four. Amen. Turn in your bowels to Isaiah on your cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Updated now. (laughs) To Isaiah forty one and verse ten. And we will read that. Verse 10. Fear thou not, for I and with me. Now, I know we've been talking about that, but I'm telling you, brother, like you said. Okay. When we realize the fact that God, this, this is not a play God, not one that you put together, that the God of creation declares, that He's a God that cannot lie, that He is with us. Now, this is the Old Testament people he was telling them when they was in, you know, down in, in, in a situation that they could not see their way out. But to me, he's not only with us, he is not dwelling in us. And he was telling them to fear not. He's telling them why, well, for I am with you. I'm like, not going to that teaching again. You're going to with be not frightened, be not upset, be not dismayed. Why, God, this problem is terrifying my mind, God. and you going to tell me, be not dismayed? Do not allow the problem to terrify your mind. Do not allow it to upset you. Do not be frightened of this situation. Why, tell me why, God? I have all reason to be upset. I have all reason to be a frightened of this situation. He said, I'm going to tell you what, I am your God. Ah. Well, the situation is not your God. The problem is not your God. He said, I am your God. In Joshua verse 1 and verse 9, chapter 1 and verse 9 says, God said, have I'm not commanding you, commanded me, commanded us to be strong. God, a situation, and you are commanding me to be strong in it? He said, Have I commanded you to be strong? And I'll a what? Good. Be encouraged. He's going to tell us why. Be not afraid of that situation. Do not let it paralyze your mind. i tell you why. For I, for the Lord, thy, your God. For the Lord, your God. He called himself, I'm your God. You don't know who your God is. I want to let you know I am your God. You don't have to find anything because I am greater than anything. I will never create a situation that's greater than me. Because I will never create a situation that I cannot handle. I am the God of curation. He said, the Lord, your God, your God is with thee. Now, only now, tell so again that he was with them. But the New Testament church came shocked with glory, my God, that God has with us 24-7. He promised not to never leave us. That's when before he went to the cross. After the day of Pentecost, he fulfilled what he promised. The Holy Spirit came in and dwelt each one of us and now he's living in us. No, I know I don't care how I feel or what's going on. I know one thing, two things that God is with me, dwelling in me and he will never leave us because he dwells in us. lives living us. walks walking us. He's talking us. I understand why he can help us because he knows what's going on in your life. Yeah, Glory. When well, in the old covenant, he said to them, I know you downsetting, I know you're I know your thoughts from afar off. Oh, but well, he can say to me, Dr. Betty, I know everything about you. I know all your secret thoughts, all your hidden things of gender. I know everything. All things in the New Testament, it says all things lie naked and open before God. Jesus. You might can hide from man, but you cannot hide from the eyes of God. He knows you. He seen you. The night night cannot hide you. The Bible said, I am night. I am day. Woo! Jesus. You can go over to the table and said, Say, so you know what, God, if I'm here, i go to the other side of the world and build my hands. I'll find out that you are there too. There's no place that I can go to escape from you. And I am so happy just to know that because whatever comes in my life, whatever confronts me, I know that God has with me. I know that he will never, never leave me. I know that he dwells in me so I can walk in victory. I know his spirit dwells within me so I can move in victory. So I can walk free from any that tried to confront me, I know my God lives. How I going Jesus, He's real. It's just not a Sunday God. He's an
1: everyday God.
0: He said, he commanded us to be strong. He said in the New Testament, it said, be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. Your strength comes from him. He said, be not dismayed. And now God proceeded to make a promise to them that he didn't have to make this promise to them, that I will. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. No, we are gonna get discuss this, but I just wanted to say this. Have you noticed that God said, uh, "I'm not gonna hold you according to how you live, but I, you will fall." He said, I'm gonna uphold you with my right hand on righteousness. Because if I try to fool with your right hand on righteousness, uh, you're going down, brother and sister. Because your righteousness is as filthy, what's up? Filthy rags to me. But that's why I have to use my righteousness to uphold you. Other than that, you're gonna end up in destruction. <laughs> he says. Now, today we will focus on I wills. I will strengthen you. In the New Testament, God strengthened his people through his son, Jesus Christ. I'm dealing with it from the old to the new. In the New Testament, in the Old Testament, God dealt with them differently because he did not dwell in them. My God, how did he make it? But they did. My sugar. My God, are we the most blessed people that ever lived they didn't have God to dwell in them God would come among them they didn't have a power to read to know anything about God God would tell them command them one time he did not come back every day to remind them we have his spirit dwelling in us, the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, to remind us to bring all things to our remembrance. And we have the mighty God himself called, said that our body is his temple, his dwelling place. I'm telling you, this generation is without excuse. When you think about the Old Testament and how they obeyed God, they didn't have nothing to read and said, my God says, God, all of your needs according to your riches and glory, we have that. They didn't have nothing, they couldn't read that God will never leave you nor forsake you. They, they couldn't read that. But we have it. We have it. We have. It. He said, I will strengthen you. You just have to believe this. They walked in. The greatest faith that I think any human being can walk in besides Abraham. And they were not perfect people. See, faith doesn't require a perfect person. You uh, made whole as they went, they was made whole. And I have news for you. You might fall down and left field with your faith. Don't mean you don't have faith. Right. You will never be without faith. Why? God has dumped where it remains the measure of faith. You will never be without it. But you cannot have faith in certain things in your life. But well, that doesn't mean that you don't have faith. Okay? You will always have faith. How you invest it makes the difference. But you will always have it. Amen? Amen. Amen. He said, oh, "Who dwells in us, Jesus Christ." He said, "I will strengthen them. He strengthened us through His Son, Jesus Christ." Then, turning about again to Philippians 13. we all know this. Believers are commanded. You are commanded. You are commanded to. Confess <laughs> what you can do through Christ Jesus, which is in you. You just command, command. He commands us to make the confession. This is the instruction of the word. See, if we just follow the instruction of the word, if God said praise Him, then praise God. If God said give, uh, uh, then give. You have to. Uh, as long as we. Uh, obey the uh, instruction of the word, we will get the results of the word. Okay? And uh, the believer are commanded to confess. I can that's your confession when when you are weak in a situation. See, we can have strong faith in this situation and weak faith in another situation. It's depending on where your mindset is. It's depending on what you believe in this particular case. It's all based on what you think and what you believe. If you believe that God can get you out of this situation, then you will come out. But if you have a problem, struggle with it, struggle with it, you don't believe it. Amen. Amen. But it don't mean you go over here, and you're up run hundred miles an hour. But down here, you're zero. But that doesn't mean you don't have faith again. It's how you invest your faith and what you believe. You invest in what you believe. If you believe that God sets a flower on your knees according to your riches and glory, you will invest your faith in that when you believe it. But if you hope that he would do it, you think that he would do it, you just know that somebody said he would do it, then your faith is weak in that particular scripture. Okay, exactly. Believers are, Commanded it to confess what they can do through Christ Jesus. And you it said, I, 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 I can what? Oh, okay. Through what? Through Christ. You notice it's not you doing anything. Mm-hmm. You make the confession and it goes through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you see yeah. You said I can do, but if you can do it through what? Christ. You're not basing on your ability. You're basing on what Christ has done for you, what God has done for you in Christ. He said, I I can. I can do this. I can overcome this. But it has to be through Christ who's given me the strength to overcome it. I cannot overcome it on my own, but through Him I can. Okay. Who strengthened me? To do all the things. <laughs> now say this again. Proverbs 18 and 21. We all know it. It says what? Death? And life. And life. In life. In power of your tongue. Death and life will be the power of your tongue. Now, if anybody in this church today without a tongue, raise your hand. <laughs> if you do not have a tongue, come up here. Because God created you to have a tongue, and I think we can pray for you to get a tongue. But do you have a tongue? Amen. If you have a tongue, say amen. amen. I hear a lot of tongues in here today. <laughs> so <laughs> we can obey this because we all have the tongues. So he said death and life are in the power of my tongue. So I have a tongue. So I have the opportunity and the privilege to speak life or death to any situation. It's depending on my mindset. What do you think? You speak what you think, and you become what you speak and what you think. That's why the Bible said, um, Finally, my brethren, think on things that are pure, lovely, just, and honest, of good report, because anything else is going to lead you to defeat. You will speak defeated words out of your mouth, and you will speak defeat upon your own self. How long have I been saying this? Death life and life is in the power of your tongue. And they that love to speak death, they that love to speak life, shall eat the fruit thereof. It's on you. It's not on me. It's on you. What do you say? You get what you say. Not what I say. I can say anything. But it's what you speak out of your mouth is what God is honoring. All right. He said it was in your tongue. He didn't say it was in Dr. Betty tongue, Sister Juicy's tongue, John's tongue, Lucy's tongue. It's in your tongue. That's why he gave us a tongue. Oh, yeah. You had to use my tongue be something different because God didn't give you one. He said every Sunday you're going to have to do Dr. Betty tongue, Minister Thomas Tennant, Ellen Cook's tongue, Ella Brown's tongue, or whatever. We go on and on. But God. <sighs> But God said, I've given you all a tongue so you can't obey me. Amen. So you can speak life to yourself. Because I might get upset with you and speak death on you so you can't trust my tongue. Yeah. 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 Do you understand? Yeah. He said death and life, that came through the cross. It was not blotted out at the cross. Some things were blotted out at the cross. Some things came through the cross. No longer do we have to go to Jerusalem and sacrifice a, a bull or whatever for our salvation that was blotted out at the cross. Amen. So some things came through the cross and some things was blotted out and it stayed in the Old Testament. Amen. So he said death and life definitely came through the cross. Big time. He said that they that love, love it. You know, why did God say the people that love to speak deaf? Apparently he knows You speak death before you speak life. And you said if you love it, you're going to eat the fruit of death. If you love it, you're going to eat the fruit of life. It's whatever you speak out of your mouth. It's your mouth, your tongue. You control your own life. I can stand up here and start talking about sickness start talking about problems. When I leave here, I'll be so sick and bogged down I couldn't move. But if I stand up here and teach life and talk about life, when I leave here, I'll be so energized and propelled and increase and just keep on going. You, you do that your own sense. You speak your own defeat. You, 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 yourself. That's why God giving us a Bible to learn how to talk. You don't know how to talk, right? You know how to talk, but you talk for the devil. You say whatever the devil tells you, to say about yourself. The devil say you're no good, you say you're no good. You and the devil in total agreement. Then you live a good life. You never come against him. So wait a minute, what you mean I'm no good? I'm a child of God. My body is a tough off the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ lived in me, and he walking me, and he talking in me. He called me royalty. I'm a priesthood of the family of God. You yeah, open your mouth and speak. Now if I thought you was something, you get me told. <laughs> <laughs> you work on me, <laughs> but you won't work on the devil like that. Devil say you no good. You you always messing up. But before so, old Doctor Nye, you know what? You always messing up. Ha! Huh? Hmm. You know what, Doctor man I'm out of here. <laughs> But if the devil tells you all, and you know how the devil tells you things, you never come against him. Sometimes he tells you things have bombarded your mind with sheer. Bombarded your mind with defeat. Why? Has nobody been to your house? Where you get all these thoughts from? You in the devil and all these little things, all these workers had a party. Yeah. <coughs> party. <laughs> Anyway, you know, every human being listening to me today, every human being know that how the enemy talks to your mind, and we let him get away with a lot of stuff. He telling you you no good, nobody like you, you're this and you're that. And you believe that, and you act like people don't care us about you. asked them, who told you that you was naked? You know what I'm mm-hmm. supposed to no, say. So mm-hmm. Lying has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. The liest people I've seen in the world is living in church. bunch are mm-hmm. the liars? Oh, wow. they, I, I ain't called no neighbor. You a liar just wait she <laughs> <laughs> way. Listen to this now. A lying spirit. You notice how sometimes you be quick to lie. Come on now. Uh You be quick to lie, why? Because that's part of your fleshly makeup. It's to lie. That's right. Last week I was telling them that the Bible said if you be led by the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of your flesh. Every person in here today have lust in your flesh. Not mean that you obey it, but it's there. You know it's there. And when I say lust, I am not talking about fornication. We think that's the only sin in the church. (laughs) It's not. You can lust to lie. You can lust to gossip, You can lust to criticize. You can lust to find fault. You can lust to do a lot of things besides fornication. You know how you lust to gossip? See all this lust live in our flesh. And the Bible said, "If you be led by the Spirit of God, judging not, that you be not judged, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh of judging people." Right. What is that? They don't have no power because God stripped them of their power. But He did not destroy the spirit. The spirit still come around. You know it. And tell you things and lie to your mind and you believe it. But when God tells you something, you got, I need to, uh, uh, I need to call ten people to agree that God says this. <laughs> God said so when the devil lied to you, who do you call? <laughs> who did you call when the devil lied to you? Nobody. You just believe it. He don't need to back up nothing. Jesus is right, so, so sometimes that you speak to God How can you love us? When we believe the devil over you so many times. What kind of God are we serving? A God that is full of grace and mercy. God has done so much for each one of us. But at the top of the head you believe a lie. Not to stand against the devil, but you stand against a human being. Stay with the word. Agree with the word. Amen. Yeah. Agree with the word. He said, You said, uh-uh, the word does not justify what you're telling to me. The no word, uh-uh. You said I'm not gonna make it the words that have already overcome. That's right. Say with the word. Amen. Oh, oh my Lord. have I Me. Mean. Thank you, Jesus. I can do all things. To Christ who strengthened me. God said, I will strengthen you. But in the New Testament, He said, it's going to be done through my Son Jesus Christ. Okay. Listen to this Christ does not do everything for the believer, neither does the believer do everything for himself. Both Christ and the believer have a part to play in strengthening the believer. To do all things, to conquer the spirit of dismay, the spirit of fear, or any other spirit that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Now, that's what I was saying the Elton Marshall in the prophet of time. It said, the believer declares, I can do all things, and get up and face every spirit. That exalted itself against the knowledge of God with the Word of God. Yeah. You have to do something. Yeah. You yourself, if you can do all things through God, then He said, you get up and you face whatever confronting you uh-huh. with the Word of God. Yeah. Then and only then will God step in to strengthen you. Yes. Only then, if you just sit down and do nothing, shed nothing, give God nothing to work with, do not agree with the word, then nothing's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you, yourself, say that I can do all things to Christ who strengthen me, you get up and you say, in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever's going on, put the word of God on it, and only then will God step in and strengthen you. Other than that, why do you need to strengthen in you when you're not doing anything? You didn't say that. Open your mouth and speak. And speak the word of God. Agree with the word of God. Say something that the word of God can pass you to say in every situation. There is an answer to every situation. Hey, hey, There's a little answer have you? You want to say yes, I it's every situation. That's why the Bible says study to show yourself approval, work when unto God needing not to be ashamed. read it, uh, shame, the word of truth. Read your Bible. Yeah. And I don't want to read it, I don't it. People just read it, I don't do nothing. Just read it, don't do nothing. Read it, and when you need it, speak it the word of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is the whole purpose of coming to church. The whole purpose of Bible study is to educate your mind So when you need a weapon you have it available. Yeah. There's no reading that devil beat me. Easy Dr. Ben. Easy Dr. Ben. Easy Dr. Ben. Easy Dr. Ben. Just read it and read it and read it. The devil comes, hey, bad bang. You don't say a word with this attitude? Bang. Why are you reading this? What's the purpose? It's from you to have a weapon yeah. to use yeah. against your enemy because he's coming. Yes, he yeah. is. Who begins you this shot all you want to? Yeah. But the enemy comes because of the lust of your flesh. And mm-hmm. always there. You know you don't walk me, you know, like the man said. You know you're not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Use your word. Speak the word. Tell me what the word of God said about the problem. Don't tell me what you I think. I don't want to know what you think. I want to know what the Bible is. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah it's time like said. it's time to stand up in your god-given image and proclaim who you are according to the word of god that's all right. that devil is rushing and puts you over puts you down you do his belly ain't whine and complaining it's time to stand up in your god-given image in the mighty name of jesus if god be god best God. Right. I am your God. I'm with you. I am, what more can He tell you that you can believe it? The devil comes and says one thing to you, and my God, you run like it's the best bowel of truth. God can speak to you every day, every Sunday, the word. But somehow or another, it's this When do you need to use it. That's what Paul said. I'm going to put a In Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three and four, he said, "But though I walk in the flesh." Uh Oh, but I do not walk at the flesh of my flesh. Is what he's said. What well, is in my flesh. Yeah, I walk in the flesh, but my warfare is not with flesh and blood. He said, my warfare is mighty through God. I have a mighty weapon through God, and I can pull down every stronghold. I can pull out every stronghold and every imagination, every high thing that exhorts itself against the knowledge of God. I'm not born and fighting and pulling with no flesh. I have a weapon that is mighty through God. Yeah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, with that, they're going to have that kind of power. Just remember, God stripped them off his power, but the spirit still exists. Uh-huh. Spirit never dies. Just remember that. And he always t- returns back home. Just remember that as well. And not only that, you walk in a fleshly body. That's right. And you are tempted every day to do what God commands you not to do. But one thing about that, you have a weapon for that. God said there's no temptation taken made that such is calling to God. God is faithful. He with the temptation will always make a way for you to escape. He said God is a faithful God. He said, I am fully persuaded now that he who promised is faithful. He will fulfill whatever he had promised that he would do. God is looking for people that will stand up and just believe that he is your God in every situation. Speak the word. That's all God wanted, a group of people that would just read his word and believe him. Believe that that's why he put it in the Bible. I'm not a sort of man that I said, liar. Why are you creeping me like I'm a liar? If I said I was gonna do this, I'm gonna do it. Why do you treat me like that? I lied to you? He said, I'm not a soul of man. Solomon. man, men lie. Yes. Lies. He already justified uh-huh. it, that. That uh-huh. men will tell you a lie. Not on a man or woman too, you know, when God said man, will be, oh, the only men lie. No, the <laughs> women lie too. <laughs> oh, help me, Jesus. He's <laughs> my time is He said, You know, I'm not a sort of man that I should lie. Have I not spoken, shall I not do it? Have I not said it, shall I bring it to pass? He said, I don't know why, because he said, I know people. They think I'm lying to them. So I don't want to get you straight up front. They'll do count me as a liar. Mm. No. He said, My word that it goes forth from my mouth. Should not return it to a mean forward, but it shall accomplish, right? Yes. Why would he put that in the Bible? He know he didn't have the power to accomplish. That's it's right. not. It's what we think and speak. Amen. 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 God bless you. See you next time. You. Amen. Amen. Thank you.